Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize Ross. Are you intoxicated or something? I probably am intoxicated after seeing all those four joyers out with some proper number 12 bottles in the Tough House, bud. Tough House, it season was, uh... 31. It's back, bud. Yeah, it's back. And, like, look, Close One Fire has been an absolute staple of the UFC for years, like 31 seasons into it. Like, yeah. that's, that's outrageous. I don't think there is a reality TV show that actually injects athletes into a sport like the ultimate fighter obviously dana white is on record saying forrest griffin and stephen bonner with the ultimate fighter like saved the ufc so obviously it holds a special place in his heart but uh this season has something special about it obviously we saw i think it was tough 22 where mcgregor coached against Roy favor that did gangbuster numbers they expect this one to do the same mcgregor versus chandler prospects versus veterans i think it's a good season i i, I quite like that I know a lot of the fighters going into the season. I think that definitely helps. And I think I like the format of it. I think it's I think it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, no two better dance partners than Chandler and McGregor. Yeah, no. Obviously, it's going to be two gangbuster numbers with, uh, with Conor back and him fighting. Michael Chandler is going to be a good one as well. And then the way we have a few SPG lads in the house with Bragatona on the Vets and Michael Chandler's team and then Lee Hammond. Yeah. Do you want to feed Lee Hammond on Conor's team? Um, like before we start get, sort of getting into the stuff for us, like what way do you see the way they split it up into vets and prospects? Yeah, well, I, I like the idea, and I think you know we'll obviously get into it. But we saw in the first fight, you know what I mean? We saw a vet who's been there before, done the dance, and like I know some of these prospects, they probably fought in like some packed out arenas and so, certain shows and stuff like that, but never had they had the audience that they're going to get on this. Like, that's going to get them, you know. Let's see, can can the cream rise to the crop? Um, you know what I mean? Like, let's see how that goes. Because at the end of the day, this is the biggest opportunity of their life. A lot of these guys, like your Brad Catone, he's been to the Ultimate Fighter. He's won the Ultimate Fighter. The ultimate can fighter, he do it again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is nothing new to someone like him. Fighting in an empty gym, you know, representing your team, representing yourself. This is nothing new to him. To, you know, someone like Lee Hammond will say, like, He's never fought on a stage this big. He's, I know he's, you know, fought in IMF arenas that have thousands of people in them. But that air event was massive, though, Ross, in fairness. It was, it was. And, you know, the red cow was hopping. But, like, this is millions <laughs> of people who are going to be watching week in, week out. And, like, he's Conor McGregor's guy. This is big pressure for him. Yeah, do you think he's going to have, like, an extra bullseye on his head now? Being, like, Conor's, one of Conor's biggest training partners. Yeah, also, he was, like, when they were doing the rankings, like, they ranked him number one. I thought it was also yeah. interesting the way Chandler was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to rank my guys one to four in the order I like them. I'm going to, like, throw a few curveballs in there and stuff like that. So I think that's really interesting as well. Chandler's already trying to put a strategic game to it. You can see McGregor just was like, I would say Lee Hammond was the first name on the team sheet. Yeah. Uh, also, in terms of uh, McGregor, when he won the <laughs> coin cost, there was no doubt about it. He won the prospects 155. He won Lee Hammond on his team. Yeah, I think he, he obviously, I say Connor obviously wanted um, the prospects for 155 and then the vets mm. for one, 135. 35. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think it makes it interesting that it's all the prospects are on Team McGregor and all the vets are on Team Chandler. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to, we're definitely going to find out. Um, mm. Just looking at the first fight, 
the way Roosevelt is on Chandler's team, he was actually younger than the prospect from Connor's team. So it it's a bit strange how you're sort of saying, oh, oh the vet the vet is actually younger than the prospect. Yeah, but I think it's it's, it's experience. It's been to the big show. Yeah. That's that's where the veteran mindset comes in. Like, look at someone like Reese McKee. He's 26, but like he's a young vet at this stage. You know what I mean? He he's had 16 fights on some of the biggest shows. He's been to the UFC, Cage Warriors champ. You know what I mean? Like he is a young veteran. Like he might be fighting someone who's older than him, but like he'd be the veteran now of the two. And I think it's the same with uh, Roosevelt Roberts here. Like if you actually when they showed the highlights of Roosevelt Roberts uh, in that fight, I was like, I was like, this guy is like. In absolute star sort of finishes from start to finish, no doubt about it. Uh, it was incredible to see all his f- f- wins and losses were all highlight reels. So uh, he, he's definitely one to look out for. And he, and like, you have to look at it from a competition point of view. Ten seconds—that's all it took. He took no damage. That's like the ultimate win in an ultimate fighter. Yeah, except it doesn't actually go on your record, which is the unfortunate thing. No, of course, but if you look at the show as a competition, he took no damage. To, uh, like for the next round, he's fresh as Daisy. <sighs> he's after setting the lamb the landmark there. Like, um, mm. like who else? Who else do you actually like in this? Because obviously Jason Knight's there, and like he's an absolute dog, man. Yeah, he is. He is. I, I, you know, I feel like he's he's had an exchange with McGregor <laughs> on Twitter before. Or something. I feel like McGregor called him a hillbilly or something at some stage. But uh, no, he he fought. He fought. He fought. He fought uh, he fought Artem. Yeah, he did. Yeah, in uh, BKFC. Was it twice? Uh, potentially. I think definitely at least twice, once, yeah. anyway. At least once. Uh, so he's definitely one to look out for because, like, he's going to be a tough man to put away. Uh, Timor Valiev, we actually saw him fight in London uh, against Jack Shore. He uh, came up on, on a loss with a decision, but, like, he's 18 and 3. Like, he, him and Brad Gatona have to be the two top. Um, top guys at Bantamweight, but that's the thing about the, the prospects, we don't really know as much about them, there's probably going to be a few more surprises in there, I'm sure there's people in the States who are like, I know about this guy for years but from the European side of things these guys are relatively unknowns for us so like it's going to be very, very interesting to see uh, on that aspect, but um, I, I do want to touch on, what did you make of, I know we've seen clips of it, but the initial interaction between Chandler and McGregor, when McGregor walked <laughs> into the gym suited and booted and uh, you know he says hello to Mike, and he goes, "Oh, what's the mystic Mike prediction?" Yeah, I I actually liked it. I liked the way, like, it's impossible not to like Chandler. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, we could could eventually by watching the series. But like, mm. well, what I've seen so far from from it being in Bellator and being in the UFC, it's very hard not to like him. I know Josh Thompson's not a big fan, but uh, I mean, he was he was nice to Connor. Connor was nice to him. They both came in uh, like. It was a good competitive nature about it, like uh, telling them what he's gonna do as well was quite funny because like yeah. that quick wit is is half the reason why people tune in. Yeah, for me that was definitely at least a ten nine round one. Uh, Conor <laughs> McGregor, like uh, when they sort of came in and then he said uh, he's like this fight's at one eighty five. He's like oh one eighty five, yeah, I'm game. And then McGregor was like, yeah, you'll do as you're told. Like if I was to name this episode, it would be the other fighter season one premiere. You'll do as you're told. Like that's what I call the episode. It was uh it, it was a wild exchange. And like you said, McGregor's quick wit, like put put Chandler in his place and he didn't really have a comeback after that. He was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did <laughs> you were telling him. It, no, yeah, it was uh... funny. Uh, and I, I think uh I saw like a clip on ESPN afterwards and there were it was like an elongated version of that. Um yeah. 
back and forth. I don't know if you saw it as well. And then like McGregor was like, oh, did you ever get to fight in the apex? And Chandler was like, no. And McGregor was like, he would love to. You want to hear my shots in there? And then Chandler was like, yeah, imagine my shots too. And then uh, McGregor goes, uh, what he goes? He goes, yeah, we call them uh, the windy shots. The windy shots. All you hear is the wind connecting with nothing. And I was like, Jesus. I was like, this guy is one step ahead at all times. <laughs> No, no, I saw that clip. Uh, do you know what? I, I actually thought we'd see more footage of Chandler and Connor, but I know like the show was actually about the competitors, so we had to like cut to the two fighters, like Roosevelt and uh, the guy knocked out in ten seconds, um, who fights a Rufus Sport. But um, I, I'm like just just seeing it's just, it's just getting started. They don't want to blow the load too early, as one would say, Ross. No, definitely not. Uh, gentlemen, hey, gentlemen, gentlemen. That's, that's yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on, Baz, is obviously there was an interview with Megan and Levy and Conor McGregor uh, in the build-up stuff. It was it was released the day before. That gave us great insight into McGregor's sort of training preparation and how the last couple of years have been. I know we saw a glimpse of it in uh, McGregor Forever, but that sort of got me fired up. That interview that was like this guy's ready. This guy's ready to do quote unquote another season. Like he's ready to make another run. He's he's ready to fight all comers. Well, what about the interview? Made you think that? Just like he was like, "What I want to do is I want another hundred fights." I was like, "Like hundred fights?" Obviously, he's not going to do a hundred fights, but like the fact he was saying that like makes me really think that this guy is not dipping in, dipping out. Uh, I think he. I think his biggest issue is he probably needs to sit down with the UFC and be like, "I want to fight him this day, this day, this day," and then yeah. the UFC can actually save the pay per views for him. The biggest issue is that there's almost not enough pay per views to go around. When realistically, Conor McGregor is probably worth three UFC pay per views, so he needs to pick the dates well in advance of time. Say, "I'm going to fight on this day, this day, and this day," and the UFC saves the pay per views for him. Yeah, well, it, it's looking like. Well, they said they're going to announce when he's, the fight is going down against Chandler. And everyone's saying it's going to be the end of the year in Vegas. Um, yeah, definitely. So it would be, if you want to win in Vegas in December, then again in the summer, an international fight mm-hmm. week. And then another at the end of the year. That, that's three in a year. Like, that's realistic. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And like the fact that he's there saying like, oh, he has kids over in school in Vegas. Like his missus over in Vegas. Like he's... He has a house over there. You know what I mean? He's he's really like lifted his up his roots and he's moved over there. So you can tell he's gone all in on this this scenario. So that's what we want to see. We want to see someone who's all in, and he looks to be all in. And he looks like he's all in on all fronts. Like seeing all the all the tough fighters walk around with the four tire stout gear on was insane. Seeing the cans uh placed in the house people thought that was cool seeing the proper number 12 the proper number 12 apple it it was it was insane to see the the mogul of mcgregor like preempted of putting all that stuff in there knowing that you know the big shot is when the fighters walk into the house at first it it was incredible to see like this man it seems to be like he's going to be firing on all cylinders on all fronts yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what sort of coaching they're doing behind the scenes as well yeah, definitely. Obviously, they're only, got... there, they're only there for four weeks, and how much? How many things can people pick up in four weeks? I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot, but like to the naked eye, and like comparing the vets and the the prospects, like how much? Like could Connor could Connor have been a better coach with the vets, or like could Michael have been a better coach with the prospects? 
it's just uh, it's just going to be interesting to see what people pick up. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think one of the fighters touched on in the first episode that like how much can you really change in a week or two weeks yeah. or X amount of weeks. But I do think there are small facets. The way you might throw a shot, you can change it. And that will show sort of the men from the boys in this. Coachability is a massive thing in MMA. You can actually listen to your coaches and implement what they're asking you to do. That's that they're the guys who go go the long way and they're the guys who end up as champions. Um guys who, you know, when the shit hits the fan and they go back to swinging with their eyes closed, they're the ones who go nowhere. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see uh, how this season goes down. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think I think one of the biggest issues is waiting forty or waiting uh, a week for forty minutes each each week is a uh, is the issue. I'm like, let me binge watch the series right now. Yeah, uh, I'd love to do that. Watching on UC Fight Pass, there was no ads either. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. I uh, uh, shout out to UFC Fight Pass, and um, that was incredible that we could watch it straight through. No missing 43, 44 minutes of pure entertainment. Um, I, I definitely did enjoy that. Uh, I suppose, Baz, we should probably look at the competitors. Who stands out to you as a, as a tough champion? Who do you think are the people to beat? You can pick, we'll say, two off each team. Or you can pick one each, and I'll pick another one off, off each team. All right, well... I'm gonna go on Chander's team first. Um, yeah, feel free to pull up the list there because uh, there's a lot of them. I think there's about 16, isn't there? Altogether, there's 16 fighters. Yeah, yeah. so like that's um, a lot to be like. Yeah, look, I like uh, Brad Katona. He's done it. He's done it before. So that's obviously in the vets. Yeah, and then like like Roosevelt winning there. <laughs> And Jason Knight, the, the, like there are two people I want to keep an eye on as well, and Chandler's team, and then um, McGregor's team, obviously Lee Hammond, Ireland's own. It's going to yeah, be really interesting definitely. to see what he did because going into that, what was he five and oh, six and oh? Yeah, five yeah, and oh. Kept that, yeah, he kept that very quiet as well. In Ireland, like you can't get away with much stuff in Ireland without everyone knowing, and like that yeah. was under wraps for a long time. Yeah, and then uh, I can't really pick another person on Team McGregor's bar Lee Hammond. Yeah, Due to like, name, name recognition wise, like no, no, of course, and and that's why these guys probably are the the prospects. Uh, I'm gonna go from McGregor's number one pick, Mando Gutierrez. Uh, I think a fan of my he he looks quite dangerous as well. Uh, I looked him up afterwards to see um what who he was because obviously McGregor's ranked number one. Um, he looks like he looks like he's dangerous. So I think I think he is gonna be someone to look out for on McGregor's side. And uh, someone's definitely underrated. What's what what find out about him? Um, just he's dangerous with his with his hands. So, like, I think he, he might be able to finish fights. Okay. Uh, and then I think Timur Valiev is definitely one to look out for on Chandler's team. He's he's ranked three, so that's something that I think Chandler was using a bit of game plan there. Um, that's that's something that you have to you have to really look out for. Do you think there's going to be many like? Like the, I saw some fellow wearing dressed in the forest Irish uh, robe. Yeah, <laughs> man. Okay, where's yeah, your? Yeah, I actually did see that guy. Where's your robe? Huh? Do you not put get one? Your... I have to get onto the. I have to get onto the guys. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, we should be doing the show in the robe. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we have to get our own robes. We have to get the hoodies. Well, you know yeah. what? We're out load of gear now. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh yeah, there will that's be a show. 
they will be showing it weekly in at the Black Forge Inn as well. They had all the stars out last night. So uh, if you're interested in watching there, it, it, it'd be sort of strange watching there, wouldn't it? Like, it's like, there's you on the TV, Lee. He's like, get away from me. Like, how are you really hmm. meant to get into depth in the show watching it if someone's constantly there talking to you, you know? Absolutely. Um, definitely, definitely strange. I just actually realized it wasn't hands. It was the submissions that Gutierrez scored at. He, he was, uh, I, I watched him fight in LFA on UFC Fight Pass. It was the submissions, not the hands. You put me on the spot there, Basmo, on a bottle of typical me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> this is going to be a good season. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Like, these guys, these guys are, uh, look like they're in there, no messing. I saw a few of the guys that were like, oh, I sort of would like to be on Team McGregor as well, which I thought was quite funny. Um, but then they were like, ah, oh, you know what? Mike's a good dude, too. So, uh, I think they're that, both cool. That is, like, you, know I mean? you can't hate yeah. like, They're both cool. Like, like, yeah, when just... I look at Michael Tanner's team, he's got Ryan Bader in there. He's won tough before. He's got Coach, Coach Strauss from uh, Killcliffe. Uh, I think he has one. Oh, he's got uh, Robert Drysdale in there as well. Like, BJ Black Belt, like, top of the range fella. So, like, they both assemble great teams. Obviously, McGregor has Coach Owen Roddy. Uh, didn't see John Kavanaugh there for this one, but I assume he flies over for oh, there, yeah. one of the later episodes. Uh, Keen Coyote oh, as well. Him. Oh, was he? I, 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 yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see a clip of him, but uh, maybe I wasn't looking hard enough. Um, yeah, you have to take the glasses off, man. <laughs> had to take the glasses off. Watch them with the Android glass on. But um, yeah, man, this is going to be an unbelievable season. Give it to me, hook to my veins. I can't wait to watch it. And uh, Team McGregor all the way. Uh, although it's sort of funny because, like, when I say Team McGregor, I actually mean Brad Town and Lee Hammond. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, man. Like that's that's obviously that's obviously what we're shouting for. Uh, with Dave Bobin invited on the show as well, so they will be on the show at a certain stage. The, the thing is, we didn't want to get them on nothing first and be like, "Did you win your fight?" That's the sort of yeah. issue. Like, yeah, yeah. So Brad Town is definitely confirmed. He he, he will come on. Um, waiting to hear back from from Lee, I think. But uh, no, Lee said, yeah. Oh, Lee said yeah as well. Brilliant. King Kelly said yeah. Brilliant. So, like, yeah, we're we're gonna have a few guests for you on this. Uh, old and we obviously here. are gonna try and get Connor on as well. Uh, yeah. If Ross wears, if Ross needs to wear the robe, though, that's the deal. Yeah, yeah. I need to get the I need to get the four George stout robe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure it's not white, Ross. Wait, no, make sure it's not. Uh, it makes me disappear on the screen when I wear the white. But I, I, I thought these uh this this t shirt with the shoes was cool, so I want to wear. So. uh my new holiday show, show we don't try to look cool. That's that's the deal here, like you know. I, I know, yeah, but I'm on holidays, but I'm like coming from Sony Lanzarote, uh, recording this show because the Android show can't miss a week, so I have to I have to be trying to look my coolest on holidays to impress you know, young Theo. No, fair play to you, man. That loyalty, yeah. Well, so look, I brought the laptop away on holidays to record a podcast because the Android show fans need to get the content, and that's important. And the other fire 31 started, and that cannot be missed. Yeah, and if we didn't do the show, we couldn't show off that T-shirt. That invisible yeah, exactly. T-shirt. Exactly. So uh, that, is, that is the crack. But uh, guys, thanks a million for watching. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to bring you more. Uh, yeah, it was, a bre- it was a breakdown of what to expect for the next 12 weeks. There will be guests on every week. Um, let us know who you think we should try and get on. It will be great to get Connor on at the end. Um, but we're going to try and reach out and get people on. Like, as we said, uh, Lee, Lee Hammond's going to come on. Brad Catone's going to come on. Keen Cowley's going to come on. Yeah, maybe we'll do a forge or shout giveaway with the ultimate fighter uh, towards the end of the season as well. What do you think, Pazmo? If people would like that, we'll do it. I just want one of them robes, man. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get one of those robes for, uh, as a giveaway. But uh, guys, thanks a million for watching. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, smash, smash the subscribe button. And as always, stay, stay energized. Energized shot. Up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.